You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. We're at episode number 41. And before we get started, a couple things I want to let you know about. One is uh, I've started doing a, well, I think it's going to be a weekly vlog that's a vlog with a V uh, on YouTube. So I'll put a link to that uh, in the show notes and you can go check that out. Uh, Also, if you haven't had a chance yet, join the Facebook group. We are almost up to 900. By the time this podcast rolls out, we'll have 900 members of the Facebook group. Uh, the Church Communicators Facebook group, which I know you'll want to be a part of because we're answering questions, asking questions, uh, showing off artwork and all the sorts of a lot of fun stuff that I think you'll want to see. So make sure you check that out. And in fact, that's where today's question actually, or today's topic, if you will, comes from. Uh, I think we've had probably four times people have asked about how people are handling project management in terms of communication. How are you dealing with your tasks um, from a team level to a church level? Like how are you handling your workflow? So today we're going to talk about building a communications workflow for you and your team. Now I say your team, you might be the team. You might be the administrative assistant who also happens to be the, who also happens to handle the web, the social media, and you're also the de facto designer, or you may be somebody who has two or three people on your team. Uh, you may be, you may have those type of team members. Um, however, everybody's a little bit different. So, however, what I'm about to tell you today applies to, to no matter what kind of team size you have. Um, but it is extremely important for you to do, and that is to build a communications workflow. This is really important because what we're going to talk about today can help you track what you're actually doing track your time you're spending on it, the value by which you're adding to your church, and therefore can really kind of quantify what's really going on on a day-to-day basis. So the fact when somebody asks, you know, how much time are we spending on this or how much time is X, you know, certain ministry taking up of our time or your time, you can coherently answer what is going on. And you can also have a realistic idea of this is what's on our plate. This is what we're really doing and this is what we can and can't do. So it kind of gives you a lot of things that I know I've covered before. And actually this is probably, um, this is a definitely a more in depth than what I did before, but um, I don't remember what episode it is, but I know one episode I talked about how to say no to when people, people give you communications requests, how do you say no to it today? This is kind of a more in depth blowing up of that kind of system. So here we go, how to build a communications workflow. And it's really a two part system uh, that we're going to walk through. Again, it's designed to protect you and to make sure people get what they want. So here's the first thing is you're set up a communications workflow. The first thing you need is what we call some sort of intake system. And what I mean by that is you need some sort of system by which people can intake, uh, you can intake and request from different ministries, uh, a centralized place that people can jump in and they can make uh, requests, if you will. Um, now, the cool thing about this is, is there are a lot of easy free tools to do that with. You can use Google Forms, uh, which is probably the, one of the easiest ways to do it. Um, you can pay a little money and use Wufu. Uh, actually, I think there's a free version of Wufu that you can use that just lets you do one form. Um, and there's a couple other tools out there. Just search for online form builder of some sort. And usually all have like some sort of free tier or 
that if you're not obviously being a church or a nonprofit, you can usually use get some sort of like nonprofit discount for whatever service you want to use. But for argument's sake, let's just say you use Google Forms or Wufu. Um, so what you're going to want to do here, the idea is you want to set up some sort of form that by which people can go ahead and put in what they need. Now, when you do this, you do this because you want a single place for all your communications workflow. What you don't want to do is you don't want to manage communication requests out of an email inbox or out of what I call drive-bys. And that's when people drive by your office, they walk by and they say, oh, hey, by the way, can you do X? You want to basically, you have to kind of train your staff and wrangle your staff to say, folks, if you have something you need from me, communications wise, social media, print, video, whatever, it's all going to flow through this one system. That will frustrate people at first, but it's what needs to happen because honestly, it will hopefully reduce interruptions on you. And secondly, it'll also give you a sanity of kind of knowing this is the one area where all my tasks start at. This is the genesis of where they start at. The other thing about this form is this form allows you to kind of formalize what information you need. A lot of times what we do is, is you've probably played this game before where somebody sent you an email saying, I need X and you say, great. And then you say, well, what, what's the copy you need on the inside? Great. Okay, what's this? What's this? Before you know it, you've changed you've exchanged probably 20 emails about a project when you could have asked all those questions on the front end of the project. And that's what the form forces forces the 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 person asking for the task to do. You can say, for example, um, I need the budget number. If you want me to print something, I need to know how many copies. Um, I need to know, you know, who needs to get the final say on this, who gets approval, where does it need to be delivered when it's done. All of those things you can put in there. So you can kind of create all these required fields, if you will, on the form that really will help solidify the request process for you. Um, plus, you can you can also have them doing categories. You can say, in other words, what type of request is, is this? Is it a social media request, communications request, video request? And that, if you have a team of you know multiple people, helps you kind of route the request on where they need to go. So we want to build a pretty robust yet singular communications request intake system, some sort of form that brings everything into one single system. Now we do that at our church. We have a actual website that actually has a modified form that basically does exactly what I just told you. You go in, you put it in budget number. I got into quantities. I got all these things and our staff always knows for a communication request, they have to go to this website, fill out this form, and we will take care of it from that point. Now that you've got part one, which is you have to have a very hard solidified communications request system in terms of the intake, you need a place to process all this or really what you need is more of a projects list. Okay, so you this is kind of the inner workings, if you will, that is really for you and your team or maybe just you again, if you're just a single person team. And that is you need some sort of basic, simple project management system. I say simple because a lot of times there's a lot of project systems out there that are great, but they're a little too much for what you need. I would say start off with something really simple and then scale up as you need. Don't get something really robust and then all of a sudden get lost with fine tinkering all the details. So a really great one to start off with is Asana. Asana is A-S-A-N-A. Asana is a really beautiful, simple project management system um, that can easily handle majority of what you need, which is basically a projects list and tasks for each project. So in other words, if you have a project that says, hey, create Sunday's bulletin, that's a project. And then all the tasks that you need to have to create that Sunday bulletin. Uh, for us, uh, we use Liquid Planner. I don't recommend Liquid Planner. We use Liquid Planner 
uh, partly because it's got so much historical information for us because we've been using it for so long. Uh, I would tell you I would choose Basecamp or Asana easily as my top one or two choices for you to use for a project management system. So what we want is we want a single, we want a project management system, very simple, that basically is our project list with our tasks under each project. Now, what you want to do is you want to have your communication, the first thing we talked about, that form, you want to have it automatically feed your project management system. So in other words, you want to use a, uh, like an if this, then that, or Zapier, or some, or Zapier, which, or some sort of system by which it will take your Wufoo information and dump it straight into Asana. Now, sometimes what you can do is, is like Google Forms will have like an email notification, um, and you might just say, hey, have Google email Asana, and Asana can give you an email for the quote-unquote inbox. Um, and you want to kind of dump everything into some sort of inbox on the project management system. I believe Asana has an inbox. I'm pretty sure Basecamp, you'll, uh, just, you'll just need to create a, a project called inbox. And you want everything to kind of flow there. So you have the form flowing straight into the project management system. And then that's the inbox by which you'll process your projects. You'll assign the projects, uh, but you want everything kind of flowing like an automatic workflow goes from the form straight into the project management system, and then you can triage it and decide what you want to do with that project or if the project needs follow-up, more information, et cetera. Now, why do you need a project management system other than the fact you want to actually have an idea of everything you're working on? Well, here's a couple of reasons. One, you want to be able to use the system to track your hours. You want to know how many hours you're spending on each project. Because I've always, there's always this, I've always found that when you track your hours, you get a really good picture of what ministry or what area of church is actually really taking up your time. You may think mentally because person X maybe, you know, deals with you a lot on email or verbally that that ministry may take up more of your time. But what you actually put the hours down, you can say, hey, this ministry is taking up more of our time than this other ministry. And having that data in front of you is really powerful for making determining who's really actually getting your time and who's actually really taking priority. So I want to be able to do, I want to be able to track hours. Second thing I want to be able to do is I want to be able to track conversations. Most of these project management systems, when you set up a project, you'll actually get a unique email address for that project. So one of the things we do is we create a project, say for a bulletin, if you will, that bulletin project will have an email address. So when I am talking back and forth with a minister about that project, I copy on an email, I carbon copy that project email address on our conversation. So that means every conversation we have automatically gets fed, to the, fed into the notes section of that project if I'm using Asana or Basecamp or as we use Liquid Planner. That's really great for historical purposes of when I go back and do the project again the next year, which you know most of your projects are repeatable year after year, like Easter, Christmas, etc. I can go back, go back and look at all the conversations we had that say, okay, guys, here's what we did last time. Here's the changes we need to make. Um, they made the following requests. You can, it gives you a really good historical log without you having to dive back in through your email to kind of find everything. It's a really easy, unique way to organize that. Plus the other thing is if somebody gets cut out of an email conversation, another team member, um, you know, they can go in and they can look and say, okay, you talked to them and you told them X, Y, or Z. So it kind of keeps everybody in the loop at the same time. So I'm using a track hours. I want to track conversations. And the other thing is I want to track completions. I want to track what we actually did. At the end of the year, what did we actually do? I want to have a full report so when I sit across from uh, my boss, executive pastor, whoever it is, I can say, here's everything we knocked out for you this year. And when they see that list, nine times out of ten, they're going to be pretty impressed with everything you did. So when you have that list, it obviously helps you with job security. It possibly could help you with future staffing models and say, look, 
we spent X amount of hours with this ministry. We did this, this, and this, and this. So therefore, I think we need a graphic designer or we need another video producer or we need somebody to handle social media, whatever that is. When you can show the amount of work you've done, that's always impressive because you're really kind of saying, hey, here's what we're really investing in. So I want, again, I want to track hours. I want to track conversations. And I definitely want to track, I definitely want to track completions for end of the year reporting because at the end of the year, I want to show off everything we've done. So those are two things I'm looking to do to create a communications workflow. I'm looking to build a robust intake system by which a form that I can go ahead and I can bring in the information from everybody. And every, by the way, everybody, everybody in the church is using that as the single system by which they make a communications request. And then I want a place where all that feeds into a good project management system, which my entire team will use to manage and track all their hours, conversations, and what we actually got done for the entire year. You do those two things and you'll radically transform your communications team, your area, etc. and you'll be you'll be much more efficient. You'll also have a really good sense of what's going on and a really good handle for the, what you're actually doing on a day in and day out basis. So, do those two things and you'll have a great communications workflow. If you've got a question for me, head over to askdarrell.com. That's A S K D-A-R-E-L.com. You can direct message me on Twitter. I'm at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R. And if you want to, you can subscribe on iTunes or if you're one of my friends who use Android, you can get us on Stitcher as well. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.